Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Also this morning, Baltimore prosecutors request a new trial for Adnan Syed imprisoned for murder. I'm Dick Yoliano. A reward is being offered after six puppies in our area were apparently stolen. I'm Michelle Bash. Human trafficking. We're not immune from it. One area police department is combating that. I'm Mike Marilla. Good morning, 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. There is a really major labor dispute deadline looming less than a day left to head off a railroad strike that could have serious ripple effects through a still fragile economy by worsening problems with supply chains that have not fully recovered yet from the COVID pandemic. I'm Stephen Portnoy. To prevent a work stoppage, Republicans say they're ready now to impose the recommendations made by a presidential mediation board. But Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders blocked the fast-tracking of that. It is time for Congress to stand on the side of workers for a change. North Carolina's Richard Burr shot back. Some of those people, Bernie, that you're talking about standing up for, if this rail strike continues, they're going to lose their job because of you. The unions holding out say they're making a stand for quality of life issues, including guaranteed sick days. Londoners and visitors to the British capital are paying final respects to their late queen of 70 years. Her coffin is now in Westminster Hall for four days ahead of Monday's funeral service. This is just another sign of the respect the queen has in this country. Hundreds of thousands of people expected to walk past her coffin. Many are going to have to wait very many hours. In some cases, authorities say you might have to wait 30 hours. But even if it doesn't come to that, people are going to have lengthy stays in the lines. And still overseas, Ukrainian President Zelensky's made a visit to territory just retaken by Russia from by his forces. We began to see the same pictures from Bucha from the first deoccupied territories. Destroyed buildings, killed people. Back in this country, a month-long federal trial ended in Chicago for singer R. Kelly with his conviction on six of 13 child pornography counts, but not on several other allegations. Here's WBBM's Tara Molina. Kelly found not guilty on charges about conspiring to obstruct justice. That's related to his 2008 acquittal here in Cook County. Kelly found guilty on three of the five counts of enticement of a minor. Those are three of the women who told their stories in this trial. President Biden has been visiting the Detroit Auto Show. I'm pleased to announce we're approving funding for the first 35 states, including Michigan, to build their own electric charging infrastructure throughout their state. There's a GoFundMe campaign set up for Piper Lewis, the 17-year-old sex trafficking victim who was ordered by a court to pay $150,000 to the family of a man she stabbed to death after he raped her. That donation drive has already raised $200,000. Dow Futures up 13 points. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. We are MFGS, Inc. We're not an acronym or an abbreviation or a subsidiary. We are MFGS, Inc., a U.S.-owned and operated company with a critical expertise to enable U.S. secure agencies to meet your software modernization and transformation missions. As the master supplier to the federal government for micro-focus software, we have access to over 300 best-in-class products and solutions. 
Learn how MFGS Inc. can solve whatever your mission requires at MFGSinc.com. WTOP at 303. Thursday morning, 15th of September, 2022. It'll be sunny and pleasant today with low humidity. High in the 70s and 80s, depending upon where you are. We're back up to 68 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're looking at for you as we do head into this Thursday together. Breaking news on WTOP. You can call it a feeling of dread this morning spreading through our area about a damaging freight rail worker strike that could start as early as week's end on Friday. New this morning, we have learned all Virginia service for Amtrak is being canceled starting tonight, Thursday night. Earlier, we learned all long-distance Amtrak trains are canceled to avoid passenger disruptions if and when that strike begins. Here are some of the D.C. connected lines that we know about shutting down. The Palmetto train from the District to Miami, the Auto train from Lorton to Florida, also canceled. The Crescent from D.C. to New Orleans. The Capital Limited and the Cardinal that carry passengers from D.C. to Chicago. All of those lines are canceled starting today, this Thursday. Now, we're also told that most travel within the Amtrak-owned Northeast Corridor between D.C. and Boston and related branch lines would not be affected, and you can expect all Acela trains to run as scheduled in addition. Get more specifics, a click away at WTOP.com. As we're told, the negotiations are still going on. This overnight early morning, we'll keep you updated. It's 3.05 on WTOP Thursday morning. The Baltimore murder case, this one captivated the nation when it became the subject of a popular podcast. Now prosecutors are asking the judge in the case for a new trial for Adnan Syed and that Syed be released as he waits for a new trial. Adnan Syed was convicted in 2000 of the murder of his girlfriend and high school classmate, Hay Min Lee. But 14 years later, the serial podcast captivated the nation with details of the case and the trial. Syed is 41 years old now, serving a life sentence. Baltimore prosecutors are asking the judge that his murder conviction be vacated, he be released and given a new trial. Prosecutors say there's new information about two alternative suspects and questions are raised about cell phone tower data used to convict Syed. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. Six mixed-breed puppies, too young to be away from their mom, have apparently been stolen in our area. And a reward of up to $7,500 is being offered this morning for information leading to them. A dog taken in by the Humane Rescue Alliance gave birth to seven puppies last month, and they were all placed together in a foster home. But later, the mother dog, Godiva, was found tied to a pole, and only one of her puppies has been found. The Alliance's Chris Schindler says the rest of the pups may have been sold or given away. There would be no penalty for someone who may have unknowingly um, came into the care of one of these puppies. We really would just want to ensure that welfare. See photos of all the dogs at WTOP.com. Five of the puppies are brown or chocolate in coloration, and then there's one that's brown and white. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Human trafficking is considered a crime that hides right in plain sight. And in one area county locally, the police chief knows the next victim could be a child 
whose face is on a missing person's poster. We're not immune from it. It happens here. And in Prince William County, Police Chief Peter Newsham says his department knows solving missing kids' cases soon is an important step in preventing children from becoming victims of human trafficking. They're vulnerable. They don't have adult supervision. And those are the type of folks that these predators will prey on. He says one reality with these cases. Human trafficking is, is very difficult to identify, and the people that are involved in it will do it very discreetly. He also urges parents to be vigilant. they got to keep their eyes wide open. they got to see who their children are interacting with. you, you got to really monitor their social media activity, see what kind of communications are going on. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Just as the citizen is at the core of every government mission, the government is at the core of the PEGA government platform. With PEGA's low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, federal agencies can focus on improving service for citizens and achieving mission goals, all while avoiding disruption to critical systems and services. Learn more about the PEGA government platform at pega.com government. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Thursday morning, September 15th, where the time now on WTOP is 3.08. Glad you're with Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. In Virginia, we've got some work to set around. Plenty of it on 66. So let's start there. Inside the Beltway, which we haven't done in a long, long time. The work zone inside the Beltway is going to be... Uh, after Sycamore Street, heading toward the Dulles Connector Road and a left lane getting by. I was distracted because they, they ch changed the camera angle on something I've been watching all night long. I'll explain it in a second. Continuing with 66, though, westbound after the Capitol Beltway, beneath Gallows Road, it's two right lanes to get by. Over the top of that, on the Gallows Road overpass, you should be single file in each direction using the northbound side of that overpass. On the eastbound side, after 29 Centerville, it's one right lane getting by the work, the ramp at exit 53, that's Route 28, that's shut down. And then after exit 57 for Route 50, Fair Oaks, you're down to a single left lane to get by. That works on the ramp at exit 60 for Route 123, that is shut down. Capital Beltway, your outer loop work zone after Georgetown Pike should be uh, two to the left, blocked there. So staying to the right in a column of two to get by. 95 southbound after Quantico, a left lane getting by that work zone. Northbound after Falmouth, you're one to the right to get by a fairly lengthy work zone. In Maryland, this is what I was telling you about. They've changed the camera angle on me. I thought they'd changed the, the, the flow here, but they have not. It is still intact, that interloop work zone, the long, long work zone. After 355, all the way up the hill toward Georgia Avenue, a single right lane. That's about four miles of road that you have to go single foul to the right on to get past all of the work. 50 across the Bay Bridge. It's two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Join the YMCA today with zero enrollment fees and move forward to your toward achieving your health and wellness goals. Enjoy playing pickleball, tennis, swimming, and getting a great workout. Visit ymcadc.org to learn more. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. I uh, hope you've been enjoying this nice weather because we've got a lot more of that coming. High temperature on your Thursday up to 80 after yet another beautiful start to the day. On Friday, starting off with temperature down to close to 50 degrees in some of the coolest suburbs, Maybe even cooler, but uh, high temperatures rebounding up into the upper 70s to low 80s. Saturday, a high temperature of 83 degrees, another great day. And on Sunday, well, that's when it starts to get a little warm, going for a high temperature of 88 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, you are waking up to this very early Thursday morning, September 15th, the 3 a.m. hour, 59 degrees in Rockville, 66 this morning in Ashburn. It's 65 in District Heights. 
And we are, if I can click here, I can tell you, looking at 61 degrees, having dropped a few degrees this last few minutes. Thursday morning, September 15th. This check brought to you by Dulles Glass. For all your glass, mirror, and shower door needs, visit DullesGlass.com. Dulles Glass. Love your glass. Changes coming for Starbucks. We'll explain what they're looking at doing new coming up next on WTOP. Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career. But people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. So how can we create a fully inclusive world? One that empowers people with disabilities to live, work, and thrive in our communities. For the past 60 years, Melwood has been fighting for more equitable employment in the disability space. We're not done yet and would love for you to join us. Help us make a difference in the lives of people with disabilities in our community. Your generous support can provide a chance for professional development, access to training, and financial independence. Join us as we break down barriers, dismantle stereotypes, and reimagine the workforce of the future. We've accomplished so much over the past 60 years, but together we can achieve even more. For more information about how you can create a more inclusive world for people with disabilities, visit melwood.org forward slash donate. This is WTOP News. A little taste of this, a little taste of that. A flavor here, a flavor there you never tried. Word coming that Starbucks is apparently reinventing itself these days. At its recent investor day, the coffee giant laying out its plans for a bold overhaul, adjusting to changing consumer preferences and resolving tensions with some of the U.S. workforce. Starbucks is also rethinking its approach to global markets. This morning, Axio business reporter Hope King on Starbucks plan changes here. One of the biggest things you'll notice in the coming years is that you'll get your drinks and food faster. So part of the problem over the past couple of years is that people have really wanted more complicated orders, cold beverages, you know, caramel frappuccinos. I mean, these things take more time to make. The workers have to get ice. They have more steps that they have to go through to get your, your drinks. And that's really led to longer times for people to get those drinks. So that's going to be one really big change that hopefully you'll start to notice soon. Now, you know, when I'm sitting there having my coffee, I am observing that barista or a couple, three people back there behind the counter. They are flying around and, you know, they, they seem to be pretty busy already. How do they hope to accomplish this faster drink situation? They're going to lean on technology. They're spending almost half a billion dollars putting new equipment into some of the stores that we have in North America. And those machines are going to be able to do a lot of that manual stuff that you see them doing now flying around behind the counter. And speaking of all that very hard work, what is the situation with Starbucks and unions? I, I personally can no longer walk into one of those coffee shops without thinking, my, I wonder if these folks are getting prepared to unionize. It's a great question, and it's one that the company is trying to work through pretty carefully. So at the moment, you know, there are about 200-plus stores across the U.S. which have seen workers starting to unionize. Now, that's still a pretty small percentage of the overall workforce for Starbucks. They have over 200,000 people working in their stores. But I think what you're seeing is that since the pandemic, people have really been burned out. I'm sure you know this. And one of the problems that has happened is that when you have a lot of people quitting in these stores, that leads to a breakdown in communication with upper management. It also puts more work on people who are still in the stores. So you can see why a lot of them are unhappy and they want better wages, they want better conditions, and they're feeling like the only way they can do that is to band together. 
And what about the company? I know that when corporations uh, hold these events, they don't necessarily nod to the unions, but was there any mention of organized labor? It was definitely an afterthought. It was not a focus that they wanted to really bring to everyone's attention. They really wanted to focus on the automation, on the uh, on the new stuff. There was a Simpsons episode where the family's walking through a shopping mall and everything behind them says Starbucks. The joke being that Starbucks is everywhere. They're around every corner. How in the world could they grow even more? One of the ways is to grow internationally. So they will still grow here in the U.S., but they're really looking to China and to some of their international markets for more growth. Now, if you're just talking about the U.S. specifically, one thing they want to do is open more stores that are delivery or pickup only. You know, if you're not really interested in, in hanging around and you just want to get your orders through your phone, these locations will be designed just for folks like you. Axios business reporter Hope King on changes coming to Starbucks talking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to Model 3.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Rob Woodward. The final battle of the Beltways of 2022 was decided by a Little League home run. Swinging a shot fair inside the third base bag down the line headed for the corner. Racing for the plate is Vavra. Mullins can fly. He's going to round third and score. And Hernandez lost the ball. It slipped out of his hand. And this is going to clear the bases. Dave Jagler with a call of the key play in the Orioles' 6-2 win over the Nationals to sweep the two games in D.C. and take three of four in the season series. Cesar Hernandez earned the error for that play in what was only his fourth start in left field over a 10-year career. Did that have anything to do with it, Dave Martinez? Nothing at all. It's just a, it's just bad luck. Patrick Corbin knows plenty about bad luck after a strong six-inning start for no decision. The O's win and the Rays loss pulls Baltimore within four games of the last AL wild card. At Washington Commanders practice, George Wallace was there for a promising sight. Brian Robinson riding the stationary bike and doing agility drills. His right leg is bandaged, but what a story. He is eligible to be back in week five. Which would be exactly six weeks after being shot in a D.C. robbery attempt. More feel-good news for Terry McLaurin, who celebrates his 27th birthday Thursday. 2022 has probably been my biggest year of growth from my personal life to on the field to my leadership. I'm just really fortunate to be where I am and to see where things are heading for myself. If he gets a 2-0 start to the season as a belated birthday gift in Detroit, it'll be Washington's first since 2011. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. 317 Thursday morning. The top stories we're following on WTLP rail systems are on edge this morning with a possible freight worker strike starting Friday. The walkout would cancel some mark lines on all service. On VRE, Amtrak is now canceling all Virginia service tonight, Thursday night, and all long-distance routes starting today. Get complete details updated as we get new information, WTLP.com. A Chicago jury finds former R&B superstar R-, R-, R. Kelly guilty of sex crimes, including producing images of child sexual abuse and forcing young teens to have sex. Kelly has already been sentenced to 30 years for a previous conviction. And parents who say their preschoolers were sexually abused by a teacher locally at Washington Hebrew Congregation are suing. But the uh, temple actually claims in a pretrial motion that the parents signed a waiver at enrollment, giving up their rights to sue. Stay with WTLP for more on these stories. For the time now is 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th, Jersey and Crawford. 
push the right button. It always works that way. <laughs> That's what I always Feed say. that thing full of quarters. <laughs> it's got to go sometime. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, the interloop work after uh, 355 and carrying you all the way to Georgia Avenue. It's a long work zone going through the work, through, going through the roller coaster, and a right lane is getting by. The ramp at Connecticut Avenue still shut down. Hopefully they're going to pick this one up here fairly soon. It's a fairly fairly chill ride getting through it now, but it's a long way, and you're all single file all the way. The rest of Maryland Roadway is actually in fairly decent shape. One work zone in Frederick County coming out of Frederick southbound on 270 after I-70. And all the way to Bucky's Town Pike with the right lane getting by the work. In Virginia, 95 southbound. Caller tells us they picked up the work zone by Marine Corps Base Quantico. So you should have all your travel lanes back. But the work continues on the Rappahannock River Bridge. And that's a left lane blocked there. Northbounders, I believe you're still uh, fighting the battle with the cones near Falmouth. Exit 133 and the right lane is getting by. On 66, eastbounders after 29 Centerville. The right lane getting by the work. The ramp at... Exit 53 for Route 28, that's blocked. And then after exit 57 for Route 50, all the way to 123, that's exit 60. The left lane getting by that work and the ramp at exit 60, also blocked. Westbounders inside the Beltway, there's work after Sycamore Street to the Dulles Connector Road. It's a left lane getting by that. And then right after the Beltway, as you go underneath the Gallows Road overpass, two right lanes getting by there. And over the top of that on Gallows Road, it should be single file traffic. Everyone using the northbound side of the overpass. And in the district on the freeway, no reported delays. The 295s remain quiet. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the rest of your week and your weekend over the next couple of days. Still looking great out there. We'll start off with nice, cool mornings and nice, mild afternoons. High temperature getting back to around 80 degrees on our Thursday. Uh, 82 degrees on Friday. We'll see a low Friday morning, though. Around 50 in the suburbs, around 60 in the city. So really nice and cool to start off on Friday with a high of 82. Saturday, look for a high of 83. Sunday, we for a high of 88 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist at Camera. Right now, uh, around the region, we are looking at 65 degrees in Upper Marlboro. You're waking up to 66 degrees this early Thursday morning in Centerville. And we are at 61 in our nation's capital. This latest check brought to you by, if I can flip here, I can tell you. There we go. Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. The latest changing of the guard with Lindsay and the issue, hot issue of abortion. Coming up next on WTOP. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? Their hair transplant technology is trademarked. Nobody else has it. PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $1,000 off their trademarked procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. 
People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $10,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $168 a month. That $15,000 designer ring for just $250 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. Approved credit. WTOP at 3.23. This is WTOP News. In June, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham celebrated the Supreme Court decision at that time overturning Roe v. Wade, giving interviews, applauding the court's decision to give states the power to decide abortion rights and restrictions. Now, this week, Graham's introduced another bill that would establish a national ban on most abortions after 15 weeks, and many Democrats this week are looking at it as a gift just ahead of the midterms. This morning, Politico's John Harris on whether Democrats are right about that. I think the evidence is that it, in most competitive races, where there's any kind of swing voter at all, where, where independence will be a factor, Democrats are right that the question of abortion rights is in their favor. The Kansas example, there's other examples in polling in some of these competitive districts in the House that say that generally sort of conservative or moderate women are coming over to the Democratic column when abortion rises in prominence as a voting issue. Senator Graham, though, has positioned his bill as a way to unite Republicans against efforts by the Democrats to put abortion protections into national law. Is he getting backing from Republicans on this one? No, I think it was quite notable that a lot of Republicans, including his own minority leader, Mitch McConnell, said, like, actually, the, my sense of the Republican caucus is they'd rather leave this issue to the states than make it a national issue. So I, I thought it was quite notable that he got that rebuke from his own leader. Any idea from what you're hearing what motivated Graham to do this? Well, I think you touched on it. Some of his thinking is right, that this does, in fact, energize part of the Republican coalition that for the past couple of generations has been a critically important part of that. I think it reflects his background in South Carolina, where there's going to be quite a lot of support for this. But I don't think it reflects the best national strategy. Politico's John Harris on Skype talking with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The time now is 325 Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55 on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. If you're a regular Amazon.com shopper, get ready for a ton of spam emails. The e-commerce giant announced it'll allow brands and third-party vendors, which sell about half of all the products bought on Amazon.com, to send marketing emails right to your inbox. Meantime, the state of California is suing Amazon, saying the company forces those same vendors to agree to policies barring them from offering lower prices on competing sites and then imposing stiff penalties if they do. And that leads to artificially high prices for consumers. Tesla may make its EV battery cells here in the U.S. instead of in Germany as planned. The Wall Street Journal says that'll allow the automaker to qualify for federal tax breaks and allow Americans buying Tesla cars to qualify for a $7,500 tax credit. And the world's largest indoor vertical farm will be built outside Richmond, Virginia, growing strawberries, tomatoes, and leafy greens and creating 300 jobs. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Hey, 
it's Jack Taylor. Retirement living is something everyone thinks about but never feels they're ready. There's a new name coming to D.C. that'll change the way we think about retirement living. The Carnegie at Washingtonian Center in Gaithersburg. I had a chance to talk to General Manager Jaime Pacheco, and here's what he had to say. Carnegie at Washingtonian Center emphasizes the importance of intellectual cultivation in every stage of your life. Through a selection of stimulating programs, our residents will have multiple unique opportunities to pursue their passion and purpose, whether learning a new skill, language, or a new favorite pastime. We will be offering academic programming in our one-of-a-kind lecture hall, along with unique opportunities to enjoy curated art exhibits 